Click Stuff is brought to you by Lucky Dice Cafe out of Huntsville, Alabama. Check them out at luckydicecafe.com. Welcome, everyone, to this, another edition of Clickstoff's Sudden Death, a Hero Clicks podcast where we talk news, tournament reports, and more vital information to improve your Hero Clicks game. I'm your host, Alex Coos, and joining me as always is Sam Powell. Sam, I, I, I feel like it's been ages since we've recorded a show. It has been a while. We have just been so busy with all these WKOs. <laughs> Yeah, I was I was a different man then. I felt I probably was a lot old, younger, and now yeah. I'm, I'm seasoned. I feel like so. I'm wiser. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen I've seen the ways of the Hawkeye <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the whales. We and... <laughs> were so, we were so naive back then. Back then, Hawkeye was just just a just a thing, and now yeah, just, he's he's a thing. He's a really big thing. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah we've just been super busy it's just been like it i mean it's just been kind of crazy like we try to get together to record and it's been like either we're trying to get ready for a tournament you've got a bunch of stuff going on and you're getting ready for tournaments and yep we just haven't been able to sync up so yeah and we we made sure we let the guys do their own thing for their 100th episode all of that good jazz so yeah we didn't want to show them up yeah, we like, didn't want it to be like the 99th episode and then suddenly clicks off some death. Haha, <laughs> you thought uh-huh. it was 100. Uh-huh, yeah, we should have done that. We should have snuck ours in there, <laughs> but we didn't want to be those people. Exactly. So. <laughs> uh, well, don't forget that Clickstoff is sponsored by The Rock and Lucky Dice Games. Also, Clickstoff is sponsored by Troll and Toad. Shop trollandtoad.com for all of your Heroclix needs. Trollandtoad.com has one of the largest inventories of Heroclix figures and sealed items on the web. All right, Sam, why don't we just go ahead and get things rolling? We have a lot to talk about in click number one. Click one, news and upcoming events. So, so much has been happening lately that I feel like we could take the whole episode catching people up on everything that's been happening. Yeah, it's um, been a lot of news. Yeah, to start things off, we had news out of Gamma uh, talking about WWE. We had uh, X-Men Regenesis, the, like, the, the kind of like the summer OP event. Mm-hmm. Uh, looks really cool with the whole figures that are one way and if they're on a theme team they flip it's gonna be really neat i'm excited for more x-men because that means more things to call in so i'm really excited about that (laughs) you're just hoping for the colossus we know (laughs) yeah we need a good colossus (laughs) i would like to give people impervious but you know it it, it is what it is and charge is his wannapos ready yeah Um, that's fair (laughs) <laughs> Additionally, we have an official title or name for the X-Men animated series, which we heard about a year ago, kind of to piggyback off of the Batman anim- animated series, which was very successful. It's the Dark Phoenix Saga. So yeah. that's that's neat. Um, 
lots and lots of potential in the set. Uh, they did say they're super boosters, which I know I was hoping when they said that it was going to be like Avengers Infinity, but I'm like 100% sure it's like Thor, not like Avengers Infinity. I, I kind of hope it's not like Avengers Affinity because, like, I mean, we got so much of Avengers Affinity. And you just got all those colossals. You just got so many of them to try to get, like, like the good ones. Um, but with Thor, I mean, there was one super booster per brick. So. But the, was... the downside to that is that your bricks are more expensive technically because you they only came with what like four uh, eight boosters instead of ten yeah so you had eight boosters and then a super booster and so it you're paying more money for less boosters just to get that super booster and yeah. already already some of the pictures from gamma there was a nimrod in there there was a, a phoenix in there i think there was a, a lot of other pieces that looked really good and i'm super excited about it and I think that's yeah. the only reason I was kind of hoping it was an Avengers Infinity scenario, but... It probably will just be because of, I think, the size. I think they're wanting to go more of the, the smaller colossal size, like, with, like, a Groot and, like, instead of, like, the Thors, where, like, the floor is, like, really big and Surters are really big and stuff, I think they're wanting to go more towards the size of the AI colossal. So, I I, I guess I expect that. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think they're going back to Thor. Um, I wish it was Avengers Infinity because the only downside to Avengers Infinity is that just the set itself wasn't amazing. I think that was the problem. Like you had a lot of rares and uncommons that were just kind of so-so because yeah. they were because they were a lot of out of the like out of nowhere cosmic s pieces, which is great if you're one of those fans. But if you're not, you had a lot of like her. And uh, Adam Adam Warlock and those type of pieces where they're like, those are cool, but eh. And then they tried to do the special terrain that now is kind of more popular. But then it's like, all right, let's go into a, a sealed event. I got Spider Buggy. Yay. Yeah. I got the start car. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, um, I hope they go that way because I think. The set could be great, but oh, um, I think this set's gonna be awesome. I think people yeah. are just gonna eat it up. Like from what, from what I see online, from people posting, you know, people are just like, you know, shut up and take my money. You know, <laughs> like people are like, I'm gonna be so broke, and it's true. It's it's gonna be big. I, I this would never happen, but I wish as an April Fool's joke, WizKids would put out a sculpt of Wolverine laying down looking at that picture of gene or whoever oh you know, yeah the, the meme yeah they, they need to like create that image and like leak it out on april fool's day as like <laughs> here's our new one of our chases a chase wolverine and here's his dial and his dial's like stealth like really crappy non-wolverine because he's sad and mopey in his yeah. bed yeah <laughs> so whiskets yeah. if you want to use that not that whiskets listens but if they want to, that's a fantastic <laughs> idea. All right. Um, oh. Additionally, there was a lot of news this past week or two about WizKids banning two maps. The maps in question is the Cargo Plane from Deadpool uh, and X-Force and the National Air Rock map that was WizKids legal. Uh, both of those were banned because of an exploit that... Uh, 
was kind of discovered and been underground for a little bit and it, it basically revolves around the special terrain rules of the map and the updated colossal clarification starting location that the uh, WizKids changed where WizKids made it where you have to put all your colossals in your starting area first and then you expand and so what happened with those maps is you ended up with people that couldn't fly and that were not colossal in the special terrain and the exploit basically made it where they could be killed instantly or killed after a, a few free actions and it created a huge hub hubbub and kind of kind of created a lot of interesting arguments and discussion i thought on on how bad of a game mechanic this is uh yeah. what what do, you, what do you think about it um i mean like i think i think it's good for the community to talk about this stuff and, and you know get it out there um you know like it was kind of one of those like i i kind of discovered it after practicing a little bit and then like kind of mm -hmm. talked about it and kind of you know i brought up to attention of you know you guys and and then it was kind of one of those like wait a minute and then like people already been talking about it and what kind of upset me was, was like it kind of stayed underground for a while yeah um and it was kind of one of those like so people were able to exploit it and it was one of those like this isn't part of the game people like yeah. <laughs> um you know, I know that there's some people that were upset, you know, why we're going to ban these maps. But it's like WizKids came out with the Speakeasy map. And, like, the first thing people did was, like, this is how I'm going to exploit this map. So the WizKids was like, nope, we're not doing it. Exactly. You know? Um, and so it's kind of like, I, I give it to WizKids for, you know, saying, hey, no. Like, <laughs> this, isn't, this isn't good for the game. Like, and people... People won't come to events if this yeah. is going to happen. You know, like this isn't good sportsmanship. This isn't good for the community. Um, that that's just my feelings on it. I'm I'm happy. I know people are upset because they're like, "Well, I spent money on these maps." Well, I mean, then you go back on the map creators, you know, and saying, "Why would you do this? Like, do you play the game? Do you even think about this stuff?" Right. Like, exactly. <laughs> so. Yeah, I think um, I think WizKids handled it perfectly. They banned the map. Both maps have been banned. And then a day or two later, they sent out a rules update, basically making where um, it's still technically the, the trick works once. But the main thing about the trick was after they, when they're in the open air, they take one unavoidable and they get placed in your starting area. And since they can't be in your starting area, they get placed adjacent. Um, and the catch with that was, all right, if they're not in their starting area, then they lose first turn immunity. And WizKids basically said, uh, no. Yeah. No, no, no. And I think it's a, a great fix. Um, they still allow the one unavoidable. Um, but they said basically, no, they still have first turn immunity. So, and you know, unavoidable gets through that, but they're saying, no, you can't just run up and shoot them. Yeah. And I, and I, I think the pe reason people were so upset is because we finally had a an exploit that basically helped against Hawkeye and against other things like uh, Whale's team Whales. lost many, which doesn't mean the team's bad, but it's, you know, losing many hurts. Losing many first turn and you haven't even taken an action 
you're yeah. down 90 points. Exactly. Is, so. is is crucial in this in this meta that we're in right now cuz you're seeing games won 20 to 10 or you know you're seeing games won by just very minimal margin. So if you go 90 points down and you haven't even like picked a power, you haven't even moved, picked up a dice and your opponent has scored 90 points, it's like wait a minute, that's it's a little unfair. <laughs> yeah. So Yeah. I I think WizKids will unban the maps at some point. Uh, I think so too. I think I think they're trying to work on something. I mean, they've they've got the ruling out. Um, I think they will unban them. Now it, I do. Th- it I may do. take after retirement. Yeah, I do think they'll unban them, but they might ban them again for nationals because remember they used to do a list for nationals of what maps are legal. And it wasn't necessarily the, the like the full WizKids list. It's there was otherwise. I haven't done it in a, a, a few years. I think that's I think that's coming. Yeah, I think uh, it's needed. Yeah, because I, I the thing is is as long as they communicate it well in advance, that's fine. And I I hope I hope they don't go so far as to ban their own maps that maybe have location bonuses. Because I think that's an itch. You know, maps are maps. You try to say, all right, I want to be in open air. I want to be closed. But location bonuses, I mean, that's part of a build. Yeah, uh, that is. I, I mean, you're paying points for it. Yeah. You know, like so. you're paying five points for a location bonus. Um, so. Yeah. So I, I hope that doesn't come to play. Um, but yeah. as of right now, those two maps are banned. So. Yeah. Do not try to take them to events. I think the national air is that they say legal for rock events. Is that what they ended up yeah, saying? Yeah, I think I think Rock came out and said that it is legal for rock. But I I don't know. Yeah. I, it, I, they're not part of my they're not part of my build. I would not waste a map on my team for those. I wouldn't do it. Yeah. I have other maps that are accessible to me that I'm like that are better for different matches that I'm going to see. Like, if you're going to see whales, there's other maps that you could put them on that'll better your fight against them. Exactly. If you win map, you know? So Exactly. But by the way, um, I was just thinking about it. Um, going back to the news, we had um, the news on the new Cosmic Cube and the Infinity Gauntlet. Oh yeah, we saw those. At, we saw those. Yeah, yeah, we didn't. Now no dials or anything, but we did see they were what thirty points. Thirty points. Yeah, hefty. I'm hefty. telling you what, for thirty points, they better give you something amazing. Yeah, because that's think... like that's three carnages. That's a Groot and a Flora, like. Yeah, I think they're gonna give you a lot of stuff. They're gonna be in- indestructible because that'd be ridiculous. No one would ever play them if they weren't. But they're going to be indestructible. They're going to give you some good stuff. It's going to be, they may, Cosmic Cube might give you some, like, you gain power cosmic. Like, I think that's almost worth 30 points on its own. Just to yeah. say you can't be outwitted and you have willpower. So you basically have power cosmic. I mean, if you put that, that I would say that would almost be worth 30, 30 points. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's got to be good. But I saw I, the point values about like croaked. I was like, "What in the world? A thirty-point object?" I was like, "This is insane!" <laughs> like, I but, feel like spending twelve points on an object is kind of risky, you know? Like, 
Woo. And, and I feel like they've been batting it out of the park with these objects. I mean, I, I've enjoyed almost every single one. Some of them are a little bit more finesse. Um, like, I, I like almost all the Earth-X ones that we got. Um, mm -hmm. Even the Mini Slayer is great, if played well. Um, the Corvus Glaive that we just got in WKO kit, uh, a lot of people are kind of soured on, but I think it's going to find its place because everyone was pretty much soured on the, the Prox Proxima Midnight Spear. Yeah. Um, everyone was like, well, it could go in Hawkeye, okay, but it, it, it sucks otherwise. Which I still think once Hawkeye's retired, they're going to find, you know, there's going to be a figure or two that you're like, okay, this may be a lower point figure that can run up and make you immobile. Mm -hmm. or, or get or you know all right this is my uh, star fox slayer or whatever to take out to, you know do that one penetrating so i think you know you're gonna there's gonna be a figure that has four damage that you want to give this to so that way if you roll one two or three you're still doing like three penetrating or whatever it's I, i'd have to check the wording again, but i think it's like if you roll yeah. one two and three your damage is penetrating and then four, five, six, it does something else. I can't remember. Um, so I, I think they've been knocking it out of the park. I think we're gonna see objects for a very long time. Mm -hmm. I think that's their new way of giving us like a resource. Yeah, and I am super thrilled to see uh, what happens with these Mandarin rings. Yeah, and we'll talk a little bit more about that at our buy sell hold. Um, yeah, but. I am super thrilled with the Mandarin rings. I picked mine up the other day, and um, I can't wait to see what is in store. Yeah, most definitely. All right. Speaking of what's in store, what's coming to stores is that Rebirth has been on the horizon for a while now. Um, I feel like the date's moved once or twice. Um, I know it's moved up a or out a week so right now, pre-releases start on April 3rd instead of this week. And the set releases on April 10th. So that means the set won't be legal till April 17th, which means most of your rock states won't have Rebirth in it. So that's good. Yeah. I I'm kind of sad that it got pushed back because <laughs> April 4th is my birthday. And so ah. now, now I have to play a DC pre-release on my birthday, <laughs> and I don't care for DC. I love Wonder Woman, but I just don't care for DC that much. So I'm like, gosh dang it! Like, and of course we have to go. Like, of course you cannot just not go to a pre-release. Well, um, my my local does battle royale pre-releases, which that I, would suck. Yeah, I'm not a personal <laughs> fan of it. I get why they do it that way. Um, I run events at one of our other stores occasionally, and so when I run our pre-releases, we do two booster sealed, so that way we have some flexibility between the two stores. So I I'm excited. I this is a set I don't have a brick pre-ordered. I don't plan to. Um, I'm not a DC person. I like a lot of DC characters, but um, I'm not... I just don't have one saved. Now, I'll probably end up in the long run technically buying a brick worth of boosters via sealed events battle yeah. royales but i'm not buying a brick just to have them but besides all that up until this recording we have seen all of the scott porter videos which i greatly enjoyed now that he's got that new setup 
where he can show you the card very clear. He's got the two cameras in that hyper RPG studio in California. Um, which if, if no one's seen any of the geek and sundry stuff, it's good stuff. FYI. Um, we've seen all those. We've seen all the other uh, previews. What what three, two or three figures are you pumped about that you can't, you hope you get when you have to go to that DC pre-release? I know. One figure that I, and I, I know I talked about this with a couple people at our WKO, but I'm really looking forward to Starfire. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, she is going to be awesome. I know some of the guys have pooped on her and said, nope, she didn't going to be good. I'll tell you what, for 50 points, mm-hmm. Rain Shot Pulse Wave with a stop click yep. is awesome. I don't care who you are, that's awesome. And on her stop click, she has Charge, Flurry, Force Blast, Earthbound Neutralized. Like, that's... Any- that's good. Any figure you get for 50 points has a stop click should deserve consideration, I feel like. If it's I got mean, a stop click, you got you could do she's something. She's cosmic. So she could easily go on any cosmic theme team, you know, all those unit mind lovers, um, Star Fox lovers. So I don't see her being played at a hundred. Yeah. Um, but I think at fifty, I think she's definitely gonna be seen. She's quintessent. And she also has the Teen Titans um, team ability. Yeah. So those are just, that's just good for 50 points. Absolutely. Yeah. um, So um, another one that I know that people talked about is Drowned. The Drowned. Um, One of the chases from the the, uh, Batman Metal. Yeah, I think she's going to be seen a lot. Um, I would not particularly play her, but I know that she goes on the whales team really, really well. So yeah, well that's true. Cause yeah, uh, let's see, what does she do? She has stealth, and she makes water basically hindering terrain for line of fire purposes. Uh-huh. So that means if you're just trying to shoot a whale that's in water, they're gonna get. I mean, they're gonna get the bonus for being in water anyway, and then they're gonna get an extra bonus from the hindering, I believe. So it's kind of. Yeah. Double bonuses. Yeah. So now she also goes the um, reckless disregard for life once per turn when the she targets and hits a single opposing character with a close attack. After resolutions, uh, deal each other character that is adjacent to either the drowned or the target one penetrating damage. Um, that includes friendly characters, so you kind of have to like. Uh, hey, whales huh? don't care. Whales don't care. That's true. They got invincible. Top they got off, invincible, so. but you can kind of run her up. She's kind of like taking their place of like a mini almost. Yeah. Not not the free damage. I mean, you run her up and she can like take out a couple colossals if you yeah. hit a carnage and carnage is next to a surter or. I mean, it's and finesse. It, I think she'll be seen. Yeah. Let me see her point value. She I means she's seventy five points. She's got poison super senses so yeah you can and i mean she has traded stealth that she's gonna have the bonuses she also has that we will not hide in the shadows anymore and that's yeah. that's gonna give her some bonuses and defense and if you click her to click uh click five her second click on the 75 point she clicks into empower which whales love empower yep you know so yeah, 
basically another mini and, and that's basically what everyone's looking for is who's gonna replace mini when rotation happens yeah speaking of uh, which i didn't put that in here we do know for a fact that rotation is happening july 1st that puts it after nationals so that means you're gonna have to deal with hawkeye for nationals so that's just something to keep in mind not that not to interrupt your no, 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 thing, no. I, I completely I see, forgot about that. Yeah, I totally forgot about it too. And I mean, my take on that is that's stupid on WizKid's part, I think. Um, but hey, I'm having a baby, so I'm not going to be at national. <laughs> so I don't have to worry about that. But I think it's going to be you're going to sit across. You'll be like, I'm Hawkeye. Oh, you're playing Hawkeye. Okay, let's roll for map. Oh, you won map. Okay, you won the game. Well, I think, and Tyler brought this up in, in our group discussions, I think it is good for the game to do it this way. I, I As much as I enjoy everything rotating like a week or two before Nationals, it's very much not inviting for new players. Someone who's like, oh, I'm going to go compete, I'm going to try to compete, and it's like, hey, all these pieces go away, it's a brand new meta, no one knows what's going to happen just start throwing spaghetti at the wall and see what sticks and that's good for top players but not good for people that are trying to get into the game and compete competitively um this year it's a little bit bad because hawkeye is so um but in my take from but my rebuttal to that is a nationals level event like if i mean i know they're trying to be inviting but like that's the true test of the top players is, okay, um, we're going to give you this meta for two weeks, and you're going to have to figure out, you're going to have to kind of guess what the meta's going to be. That's but, the true test of top level play. And you're still going to get that, though, because they are still regularly putting out sets two weeks before. We're getting, unless it, knock on wood, it gets pushed a little bit, we're getting Black Panther most likely a week to two yeah. weeks before so you still get but, that flavor but it, it, it's where they don't change up the meta so much all at once that no one knows what's going to stick and then someone's going to play that one uh, like uh, last year with what was it Goblin King no one everyone knew Goblin King was good and that was before he got well no last year wasn't Goblin King it was the year before um the year before when goblin king came out and it was with what if and it was just kind of no one knew how good he was going to be but he ended up helping howard win because of a goblin king so yeah. I, it's i, I think, don't know i think I it's just too much changing at once to do rotation and a new set welcome to nationals i just think people are kind of deterred a little bit now from going to nationals because they're just be like well i'm gonna face hawkeye whales uni don't die like you can literally name like the top five teams yeah and i mean there's gonna be the off the wall team i mean there'll be the penguins there'll be green arrow um be the weird hulk teams and avengers but i mean it's the top players are gonna play the same teams so it's literally going to come down to who wins map yeah and i and i honestly think that's just a this year 
problem. Because I don't feel like we've had as an oppressive team outside of Felix before, uh, Faust before. Yeah. A team that's just so oppressive. Like, Shredders were pretty bad, but you have Invincible, you can take care of it. Uh, Unimine was pretty bad, but we had Nighthawk for a while who could, you know, tailor him back a little bit. Mm -hmm. We had Green um, Arrow off the ID yeah. card. Right, Green Arrow off the ID card. Like, the, everyone had counters, and Hawkeye, which we could talk about a little bit later, doesn't have a ton of those. So, yeah, um, I, I think it's a good change. I, I do. I think this year it's going to suck. But next year, I think it's going to be better as long as we don't get more broken figs speaking <laughs> of getting more broken figs besides the drowned and starfire did you have any other figures in i Rebirth? think i think mr oz yeah. is gonna be another big big figure you're gonna see um, oh yeah he just is really freaking good 40 points a 40 point figure and he's he's awesome yeah, he oh. messes he messes around with your TK. If you use TK, he you get to like move the figure one space. I yeah. think isn't that after he TKs or something? So he can he can screw up how you're trying to get those objects. Yeah. Uh, so whenever character is placed by TK after resolutions, you may place that character within two squares in line of fire of their current square. So if they're TKing onto a symbiote or an EXO or anything that's like in mobile or something. Um, or even TKing out to like, I'm going to TK out six, um, to shoot an object or even to do a running shot. Okay. Well, I'm going to move you two squares back. So now kind of have to change your whole, whole, you know, dynamic of, oh yeah, absolutely. It could hurt a Hawkeye. Um, cause he may have to put some perplexes into indoor movement instead of attack um if, yeah that's true if you, if you tk up six and he's he's counting on the six to maybe hit back row yeah with his tk up six running shot four yeah so. i mean the the biggest thing um it hurts chase gene yep i think because her free tk2 like she'll still be able to get herself off the board because you do that after you do that after you place, right? Is it after resolutions that you get to move? Yes, after resolutions. So you're it basically taking her off the board, and you're off the board. Right, because that that happens immediately. I believe yeah. is the wording. So I, I would have to double check that, but I'm pretty confident it's as soon as you place, even before after actions resolved, she is out of your range for the within five, and she's immediately gone. And then uh, his special damage power mm -hmm. on his on forty point he's got he's got the um, free place Mr. Oz in a square within six squares, mm -hmm. which is dope. Like, <laughs> okay, here's this guy that's gonna voop over. Yeah. Um, his special TK power is only on his hundred point dial. Yeah. So that's kind of risky for hundred points. But for 40 points, he's also given you um, his damage power is prop control with a range of 12. And oh, he that's can see so he, short. Yeah. I mean, it's just like only like half the map. No problem. <laughs> um, but you can move him within six squares. You have a range of 12 prop. He sees through blocking, 
elevated in characters. Yep. That is like gross for 40 points. And he's got shape change. And he's got 11 attack inside 4 damage. So he can actually do stuff. <laughs> like you can move him within 6, shoot from 7 away with Pensai 4 damage, most likely wounding something severely and or killing something small. And then you still have a prob from 12 away. <laughs> so, that's insane. I, it's it's pretty good. So, those are my 3 that I've I've looked up and I think the one person I will play the most is Starfire. Yeah, I think you'll see a lot of Mr. Oz. You know, playing him with Unseen is just like a very oppressive team where it's like, all right, you've got to go through two faraway probs that can see through almost everything. Yeah. Uh, they're like stopping your TK, moving you on TK. They're making your colossal retails worth worse. And they're only like 100 points or 105 points. Mr. Oz is also cosmic. Yep. So he's going to fit right there on that Unimine team or again the Star Fox, stuff like that. And he starts off on a stop click of Invincible. Yep. So, I mean, that's pretty good. Definitely good. Yep. So. Um, the figures I liked in the set, um, I did start liking a lot of the figures in the early previews. And then we got to the Scott Porter ones and I realized why they didn't preview as many. Because there's a lot of Ho-Hum figures. Um, the Teen Titans, they're kind of subpar for Teen Titans. They work really well together. But I, most of them have a, what is it, a Defiance version of them, which is when they're on the Deathstroke team. And I feel like the Defiance version of almost all these figures is vastly superior. Um, but that being said, so figures that I, I, I like, I really like the Super Rare Deathstroke. I have a soft heart for Speedsters, which is what this version of Deathstroke is. He's He basically has the Speed Force. Um he has hypersonic when he moves at least one square and hits one or more adjacent characters he gets a speed token when he has a speed token his defense goes up by one against range attacks um if he uses hypersonic and removes a speed token he may be given a close or range action at no cost instead of making an attack so if you give him exospecs or something like that you could technically hypersonic pulse wave after you've already hit someone once I don't know if he's actually going to be meta-worthy, because speedsters typically aren't, thanks to stupid Colossal Retaliation. Um, I was hoping it was a mechanic that'd go away, because speedsters could come back. Yeah. Um, but they can't, because it's like, ha-ha, I speed away and hit you, run away, oh, oh it's a Colossal. Um, but he's not bad. He's a beefy boy at 150 and not only seven clicks, and he's got toughness, so he's not, you know, he's risky. But he's a wild card, so you can you got some toys to play with. I think he's more casual than meta, but he's definitely a piece I'm probably going to try to get because I genuinely like speedsters. He'll be great and sealed. Oh, yeah. He's going to be dumb and sealed. I mean, yeah. You don't have be... retail. <laughs> yeah, you don't have any retails on that. But I think he'll be definitely, if you pull him in sealed, you'll, you'll be able to clean up because a lot of pieces are going to be slow going and if you have a speedster you can just kind of run up kill something small and say okay come come to me now so oh yeah um 
two other p pieces I wanted to point out. One that's gotten a lot of kind of flack on Facebook, and I don't know why. Prez Ricard. Um, he's only got the politician keyword, but he is only 30 points, I believe. 35 points. He does not count for or against theme teams. So that's big. You can put him on any team. But he's got leadership, but succeeds on a four through six. So that's great. That's uh, awesome. When he uses it and succeeds, instead, you may remove one action token from uh, one action token each from any number of opposing characters. For each one removed, remove an action token from a friendly character within six. So I don't know. Instead of you may remove from. So that's basically like from across the board, right? So because it doesn't say you may remove one action token from each from any number of opposing characters it doesn't say within range does not say it has to be adjacent uh and i may be wrong but if, if i'm thinking this right he could technically if you're across the board fighting with somebody i could remove that opposing action token and because i do i remove an action token from a friendly character within uh, i guess within six of him i guess is the yeah the so if like if you take if you take off three tokens from your opposing so you take one off of the like three of the different characters then you can then undouble token one of your characters and take another token off another thing if they're within six that yeah, I, I guess so that could be kind of that would be kind of good for i guess like uni you know who has to take a couple actions to equip or yeah it, it's I think it benefits tent poles, uh, especially if you're not worried about taking a lot of damage, or if it's something like you remove an action token from uh, a lower point figure, you know, someone that you yeah. don't really care about on their team, and then remove it from anyone within six on yours. I mean, it, it's gonna have, it's going to have its own, um, it's gonna have its uses. Yeah, I can see it being useful. I think um, it's just going to take that right situation. Because sometimes with the game is is pacing actions. You know? Yeah. Like, you could be like, I could really just double token my figure and kill something. But then you have to think like, okay, they have, they have two actions. Do I want to go to two actions? Because they're going to clear. Then I'm going to have to clear. That's going to give them the action ahead of me. You know, exactly. so you, it, it could mess with that, that theory of gameplay. Um, so. one other, one other figure, I'm only going to hit up two because I, I'm not super thrilled with, well, no, that I've done two. Let me do my third one. Uh, I forgot about that stroke. Um, <laughs> my third one is shade the changing girl. Okay. Follow me on this. So I really like her shape change power. I think it's gonna create a lot of problems because there's not a mechanic like this and that's shape change when shade the changing girl uses it and succeeds you may change the target to a character friendly to the attacking character target must otherwise must be otherwise legal so that means if hawkeye was stupid enough to target her and she rolls shape change, you could change his target to one of his own people. 
Now he couldn't uh, target us. He, he, he couldn't target himself because I don't think that's they put in there. Target must otherwise must be otherwise legal, and you can't target yourself with an attack. You could target yourself with other things, but I think in the rulebook it says you can't. Uh, attacks don't work that way. So he couldn't like shoot himself, even though that would be hilarious. Um, but you could uni come up and try to attack shade which i don't know why you would with this power unless you have battle fury and then uni say you do that and suddenly uni turns around and shoots your groot or shoots unseen or some of your other mm -hmm. pieces i think it's cool because it makes it where sh you don't really want to shoot her unless you got battle fury because it's a risk it's a um, super big risk yeah she's only 45 points um she also has uh Phasing teleport, plasticity, power action, place, shade the changing girl in any square with an unheld object. So she could just whoop. First turn, you've put an object out there, uh, like a heavy in the middle of the map. Whoop. Power action, she's out there. She's just in the middle of the field. Because it says, place shade the changing girl in any square with an unheld object. Yeah. She's, she's like, a good. She's a good place to put out there to tie them up to kind of be like, I don't, I don't like to use the word bait, but kind of like put her out there and be like, because people may not know. Yeah. People may not like, oh, who's this chick? Oh, okay, I'm just gonna try to shoot her, and then you hit shape change, and it's like, well, now you can just shoot your starter. Yeah, and additionally, <laughs> it says she has a perplex, but only to target opposing characters. This is a special perplex. She does not get this until click four, I think. Um, but only to target opposing characters when she uses it she may instead modify combat value other than damage minus 2 instead of minus 1 top click she just has normal that movement ability she has poison she only, she only has willpower as a dam uh, defense power so that kind of sucks she's only 45 points she's got 6 clicks doing pretty darn good uh, 6 clicks for 45 points um, and she has perplex so in my head I'm giving her the beetle booty um, to make her a flyer, even though she has phasing, so she can carry somebody. It gives her toughness and gives her a 12 movement. So I can use her as a taxi to carry someone. She's also got the cosmic keyword. The only keyword she has is cosmic. Um, she can pick, pick someone up, carry them out onto the field, stand in front of them to be the, the bodyguard. Um, and if you lose her, oh well, it's 45 points. Um, but they're gonna have to do six damage, so yeah. And she's gonna uh, trade a shape change. I mean, that's she's a big target to put out there. That mm -hmm. I mean, will she see meta play? Maybe. I mean, I'm gonna probably see what I could do with her. But I think she's a cool piece to put on an already hefty cosmic team. That if you give her an object, and even if you don't, she she has she has some that shape change thing i think is going to be more dangerous than people think because you're just not going to want to target her unless mm -hmm. you have battle fury because it's risky super risky um now my thing is is i think looking ahead i feel like the two big name theme teams that are getting the biggest push are cosmic and monster yeah and it's like like these these things don't need the boost people <laughs> you know they already are good like we don't need more stuff that makes them even better so yeah. i mean I, I do think soldier is probably the next one i'm looking for because the thing yeah. soldier was missing most was a taxi and we have one now and yeah. Coulson. 
Mm-hmm. So I, I mean, I can't wait. And by the way, he is actually really good. Oh like, yes, yes. yes I yes. did not know how good he was until I played against him. Um, Jeremy, our teammate, played him, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, it's a Colson. Like, okay, you're gonna run over. And then he was like, I get to pick a power, and I'm like, what? And then he's got a freaking stop click, and I'm like, what? I was like, yep. what? Yeah, because you see it. I was like, give me his card. I need to see his card. (laughs) Yeah, because you you see him and you're like 75 points. Ooh, that's super pricey for a taxi. And then you look at all what he could do. It's like he could pick any of the damage powers or whatever he with the truck, his uh, whatever it's called, those tokens that he has on. Yeah. Um, He's got leadership. He's got that stop click. He's got a lot for 75 points. And Mm -hmm. he gives soldier the, the taxi they have been needing for such a long time yeah um, so i'm super thrilled about it now uh let me do this right hot off the presses hot off the presses in the middle of this recording i have learned some news that is broke two hours ago and i'm just not up to date the x-men animated series dark phoenix saga is based off of the avengers infinity colossal boosters that is in the solicit. There are going to be 80 new figures, 12 commons, 12 uncommons, 10 rares, 10 super rares, 6 chases, all with prime ratings. And then there are going to be 10 uncommon, 10 rare, 5 super rare, 2x2 two two click space figures with their own primes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I think this is amazing because I regardless of i didn't like avengers infinity as the set and that's just because i didn't really click with a lot of the the figures but i liked the way they did the boosters i mean it kind of sucked with some of the figures broke because you know they didn't really stick them in the 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 little figures that well and those okay my thing is like if you're gonna put bubble wrap in them then put the figures in the bubble wrap (laughs) tape it or something (laughs) It's just like you would get like two things of bubble wrap just just empty, and your figures are just floating around like this is this is bad quality. Like, but that being said, I thought those boosters were super cool, and I am super thrilled that they are doing it again. Like they got enough feedback, and it is not <laughs> a stupid super booster where you've got one booster, and if you weren't the lucky person to get to your store in time to buy it. Or to wheel and deal and be like, hey, owner, I'll pay you 20 bucks for that and pull a carnage. This is great. This is great news. So I this know, is- but now we're going to end up with like a ton of freaking common colossals that are just like, I mean, I think Dale and I literally took a tub to Nationals last year to Troll and Toad. And we actually just gave them the tub because I was like, I'm not taking this back <laughs> to the car. I mean, and they're giving us, you know, like a dollar for them. I'm like, I don't care at this point. Like, we had so many just jacars and and weird colossals. I was like, you're never going to see this played. Like, yep. we do not need 15 of them. So. But see, here's, here's where it's going to be great for you in like two to three years. Your child is going <laughs> have... to want to play with hero clicks and is going to see mommy and daddy's really big hero clicks up on the shelf and be like i want to play with that and that's when you're like here little theo here is a jacar 
It's yeah. your own Colossal. Yeah. You get to play with it. He's so strong. Because <laughs> uh, my kids look at the figures and they're like, he only does two damage. He's weak. Because I haven't really explained special powers and all that to them yet. <laughs> and so I've played a game against him where I, I played uh, the Hulk and the Red Hulk from that set. And I said, they're the Hulk brothers. They're going to take you down. And that's where you're going to see it is when you're playing with the kids and they're, you know, he's only like three years old and he's kind of into it. And you just give him this big figure that almost looks like an action figure, but it's not. And you'd be like, here, I've got so many of these. Here's a bunch yeah. of uh, Nimrods or whatever. Or well, at least it's, it's going to be X-Men related. So it's going to be a little bit more oh yeah, like, relatable to people. Yeah. Um, because a lot of the AI said, I was like, I don't, I really don't care about this figure like um, I, don't know, I don't know who it is and just you kind of just push off to the side you were like i need a group i need a group people <laughs> um now i do want to credit this was this news is on hc rounds it was zalpa z-a-l-p-a is the one who posted uh the solicit information on round so i want to make sure that person got the credit that they deserve yeah we're just pretty much gonna go broke in summer Basically. like people are just gonna have to start selling their body i guess yeah well <laughs> yeah so um i mean i think lane already does so so yeah i think yeah lane is pretty good at that so he'll he'll bring out the uh, senior queso and he'll be mm -hmm. yeah. i need senior queso to come to more tournaments <laughs> <laughs> all right so um let's talk about some of the upcoming events we don't have a ton believe it or not to talk about um, we have a couple big ones to talk about in March. Uh, March 30th, there is a regional at Heroes and Games in Columbus, Ohio. Additionally, there is a regional at TBS Comics in Pensacola, Florida on March 31st. Um, you know what? I, I, I know that they play in a store, but how I think it'd be fun to be able to play like in a store that had beach view. Wouldn't that be pretty sweet to be able to oh. hear the waves and play? Um, that would be but, cool. Yeah. I think it's really cool that they're actually having a circuit down there. Oh, because yeah. for so long they didn't have anything down in Florida. Um, I think it's is it Warren Jen that's kind of heading heading that up over there? Oh yeah. I think yeah. I think he I think he is. Um so, props I will say to him for getting that all started and and doing that in that region. So yeah, and uh, just a just a heads up for those down in Pensacola and whatnot. If you guys could run another qualifier regional down in uh, like on the twelfth or the eighteenth of May, that'd be great because I may or may not be going down for vacation, and that'd be sweet. <laughs> uh, and Alex needs to get away from his four kids. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, um, I take the wife to the beach, and I want to go play Hero Clicks turn. <laughs> yeah, you I sound don't know like you're sounding like Daniel right now. Like he plans vacations he's like hold on we can probably go here but let me see if they're gonna have a tournament it's like we can we can go on vacation for vacation like yeah because uh, <laughs> we've gone down there over the past couple years and every time i'm like oh i'll meet up with lane down there but it's it's like i can't get away from the family like as a you know go and play hero clicks if it's just the meet up with one person and be like hey i'm gonna go hang out if it was more like there's a tournament going on i'll take the you know the two older kids and they can watch then i probably could get away but it's yeah so just listening in may you know closer to was it memorial day that kind of stuff i'll throw something i'd be that I, that might be when the spring wkos are anyway so there you go 
Maybe we'll hit one of those up. Um, additionally, we have a Rock Online qualifier, not this Saturday, but next, so the 30th. Um, that's a Saturday, and we're going to do it at 2 p.m. Eastern. So we're, I'm going to test and see if how popular this is. I know I already said there's a regional in Columbus, but I want to see if how we're, we're kind of testing out different days. We're doing some winning maps on Thursdays in April. So I, I'm kind of just playing the field because, you know, weekends are getting so busy with clicks events, but I don't want to neglect mm -hmm. the people who live in an area that can't travel. So we'll see how that goes. You're killing um, me, Smalls, on these online because <laughs> Thursday nights are clicks night. And then every Saturday you've picked, I have like baby shower or birthday party. And I'm just like, and we're in our chat. And I'm like, Alex, you're killing me. <laughs> like, I want to play in these. I want to support you, but I can't. <laughs> well, maybe when you're on maternity leave, you'll be. Able I know. To... That's what Dion says. He's like, you're going to have like, you're going to have all these online tournaments like signed up. I'm like, Pretty much, yeah. Oh, we're playing everything. You're, I can. Like, you're gonna be like, here you go, Dan, and hand on the baby. <laughs> like, I'm just gonna go in the other room now. Yeah. Um, so April is chock full of Rock State events. Um, I really am not gonna go into every single one of them because every state and almost every province in Canada, I think, has one. Yeah. Um, just check out the Rock website. They're mostly in the first two weeks. Uh, April starting April 6th and then April 13th and 14th there might mm -hmm. be some later I think there's one later in the month or two go to the rock website all of them are listed now I know Howard has uh, linked it in most of the hero clicks groups go see which ones you could go to because um, you might be able to go to multiple now keep in mind this is this time around states is constructed um, they have mentioned that they are going to do a sealed states tournament, but that most likely won't be coming until later in the year. So I'm guessing probably around August, uh, yeah. July or August. Um, but prizing for these states tournaments is pretty awesome. Um, mm -hmm. For this go around, we have the Mighty Thor Chase and Prime figures. So if you win first, you get to choose whichever chase you want you get a box con le an id or card. a prime here they or, can pick a prime if, if they they're want. if they're dumb um and then they also <laughs> get a prize map um which i've heard the state the state maps are pretty sweet too from what i hear um and howard just released the rock dice picture of the rock dice yeah they're like a state. bumblebee type color like yeah, black solid black with yellow dots yeah i like i like the style simple um yeah but that's pretty sweet Thor stuff, um, and I'm eager to see what the next states is going to be. But um, that prizing for the Thor Chase and Primes go all the way to 12th place. Um, so if you're in 12th place, you're probably getting Red Leader or or something. Whoever who is the uncommon prime? I don't, or he was the uncommon prime. Who man? I don't even remember that. That was eons ago. Let me look. Uh, let's see. No, Red Leader was the common prime. You had Scourge. You're going to get Scourge. Yeah, you're getting Scourge Prime. Because Red Leader is a little bit better than... Quite a bit better than Scourge. But you got Odin the Destroyer was a rare Prime who was good. Angela was actually pretty decent for a super rare Prime. Yeah. And then every other chase is going to be taken. So if you're in 12th place, hey, at least you're getting a Scourge. Uh, he's not terrible. Um, but hey, if you're in 12th, I mean, that's... That's pretty good that you're getting something. Yeah. At 12. 
Um, I not mean, any. Yeah. Everyone over twelve. All participants actually says all participants ninth and onward. You'll get one WKO point also, which we won't get into WKO points because I don't want to start stuff like that. Uh, talking about it. Um, yeah, it's, that's a whole that's a whole other <laughs> episode. It's like crazy. Um, but remember, if constructed is not your thing, because I know a lot of people like Lane Miller prefers sealed. Yeah, Lane um, loves sealed. He, he does. just doesn't. He doesn't. I think he secretly probably goes to bed with a sealed booster every night. And yeah, he just, uh, basically. Yeah. Um, I think he pretty much today said that he doesn't ever practice a team and he just shows up at an event and just plays a team. Yeah. Which yeah. I only assume he gets from two boosters and just plays, even at constructed events. Yeah. Amazing. You get a, you, we told him he gets a mini uh, mini shredder. And he gets two boosters. That's that's it. Yep. <laughs> Yep, so. and we'll see what, what he does next time. Um, <laughs> other than that, though, it's a pretty quiet month. Uh, we've got a, a qualifier in Kissimmee, Florida on April 13th at House Rules Gaming. But I think because of Easter, falling in the middle of the month, um, it's going to be you got states and then you kind of got a little bit of a lull till May, which I assume we'll hear soon about spring WKOs because I assume they will fall more into mid-May. They've always been pretty much in May because Nationals is right around the corner in June. Yeah, so, and they'll want to run some WizKids events to kind of get the get the hype up for Nationals. Yeah, exactly. So, anyway, yeah, that's... Go, go support your stores for states, for mm -hmm. sure. And try to go to multiples. I can't actually go to any of them, and I'm kind of bummed. Yeah, but... I'm, I'm iffy on one. And that's only my wife has started saying she's in an opera. And so I'm I because I've been traveling for multiple events. I'm kind of like, she's you're like, just, all right, it's my turn. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Dale's Dale and the guys, are, I think, are going to three. Yeah. Um, and I can't I, I just I can possibly make one. But I would have to like I would have to do a lot of finagling. And it's just yeah. it's almost too much work to finagle. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. I'm hoping to go to maybe one, but it, it would be a hassle if I did. So I'm I'm really debating it. Yeah. Um, with that being said, let's uh, we've talked a lot about click number one. So let's go ahead to click number two: tournament reports and analysis. Click two: tournament reports and analysis. All right, Sam, give me the lowdown. What has been going on with tournaments lately? Um, what is everyone playing that you have found? interesting if you start saying only hawkeye i am leaving hawkeye, the show hawkeye, the hawkeye, show is no. over hold on we got whales we got <laughs> whales okay <laughs> tyler went with whales tyler stop won. the presses i know <laughs> don't get me started on that <laughs> hey hey i do I not fault him whatsoever if it yeah. works and it's your it, if it's not broken play it it's not broken play it um, but I actually, there was a bunch of WKOs going on, mm -hmm. um, and there were some really interesting teams. Um, so, like, uh, Mike Eskew from Little Rock, and Little Rock won with um, Groot, Unseen, Starro, a Mini Shredder, some ID cards with the mirror. And I was like, okay, how does this work? And I was like, oh, I can actually see it working. <laughs> so I guess he's been playing it for a while. Um, so congrats to Mike on the winning that with that. 
Um, Lucas, Tama, and Holland won with the Tri-Sentinel team, which, again, a couple episodes ago, I said Tri-Sentinels are going to be good. Yep. People need to, like, touch their, like touch base with them because they're good. Um, yep. He won with four Tri-Sentinels, two Green Lanterns that have the, the walls, um, and Alex Wilder, Sheriff Strange, Exospecs, and ID cards. Yeah. So... Um, and, that, and and that team's only going to get better because we're getting a lot more mystical pieces in yeah. Rebirth. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a... Re, mystical is growing. It, it's not quite to the... Well, I say it may be quite to the, the world's Daredevil's mystical, level. right? Yeah, Daredevil's mystical. Yeah, because I remember mystical was huge back in the day of like world's finest because you had um tickle uh what uh, what's his name uh blah 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 a blanket it starts with a k um what was his name clarion the witch boy and tickle yep. and so you had a bunch of mystical teens rolling around and it, it was a big to do and then it kind of WizKids kind of forgot it was a, a a keyword for a while um i guess they got it confused with cosmic and just went really hard into cosmic and then they're like oh crap yeah no we we've need to get some a, mystical back. Yeah, we, we've got a mystical keyword, and we need to use it. Yeah. Because um, it's coming on strong, and that's awesome, I think. And, and of course, people are like, well, Hawkeye just beats it. Well, Hawkeye has a hard time, because the Tri-Sentinels have ESD, and then yep. you got Perplexes going like crazy, and, like, he's still going to have to roll a 7, possibly. Yeah. And to all those people that say, well, I can roll a 7... Uh-huh. I want you to roll your dice and roll consecutive four sevens with no prop. Yeah. Now, I will, for the sake of them making that argument, seven is, I think, statistically the most likely number you could roll with two D6s. But I know, but when you need a seven, I you ain't going to roll a seven. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> when you need a four, you ain't going to roll a four. That, <laughs> I don't care who you very, are. Very true. Um, um, Dustin Cedars won with a mystical plus five team. With two Ooh. Sheriff Stranges, two G- uh, Green Lanterns, Al Jordan, um, the Deadpool Ooh. Jet, which you don't see very often. Um, he played with the Rachel Summers ID card. Uh, to get some running shot to the... Uh... Sheriff Stranges, I would assume. Makes sense, makes sense. Um, so I thought that was really cool. Dustin always plays those weird, weird kind of teams that always yeah. work. Um, Jesse Cote played the Don't Die team and won with it. Um, the typical Don't Die, I think, you, is pretty similar to your team. He did have yeah. Unseen on there, so I don't think you had Unseen. I did not, no. But he played with the Unseen version. Um, we had a guy play in Youngstown, Arizona. His name on Facebook was Van Van Tassel. I'm not sure if that's his real name. If it is, it's cool. Uh, he yep. played with 250 Black Panther, Corrupt GCPD, Cop, uh, Map Bonus, and the Four Point Symbiote. So very straightforward. Um, hard to kill Black Panther, a Corrupt GCPD Cop that's going to just... He's sending out probably to... Okay, you killed it, but you're not scoring any points. Yeah. Um, the Tulsa Regional. There was a regional that was won by Caleb Reddick. And Ooh. he played... The Ultra Chase. It was a plus five cosmic. So he played with the Captain Marvel, Ultra Chase, Unseen, Unseen, Groot Flora, Exos, 
Wakanda map bonus, and ID cards. Hmm. And so, I thought that was very interesting to see that form of cosmic. Yeah, but I don't really want him to win with an Ultra Chase because I would like the Ultra Chase to get to a reasonable level for me to get one. And then <laughs> after that, it can then, then it could win one. Yeah, after um, that. Yeah, I think, I think it'll be seen more um, once more people get their hands on it. I think it's definitely playable. And then um, I was looking over in overseas um, because, you know, like here in the U.S., like... We see the Hawkeyes, we see the Unimides. Those are going to be strong and win tournaments. Um, but over in Italy, a Prime Vulture team won. Oh, here comes that Vulture. A Prime Vulture, a 40-point Firestorm. I'm assuming it's the uh, BTAS one. Yeah. Um, BTAS Scarecrow, Lieutenant Kyle, two Groots, four Big Toadies, Ock Arms, a tank and a Harley ID. Hmm. So he's got like a ton of perplex. And <laughs> I think he's just carrying over and, and doing his thing with Prime Vulture. That's, so. Yeah, Prime Vulture's a thing. He's only 50 points. I um, almost yeah. wish he I almost wish he wasn't a prime. <laughs> so I know, that's that's the kind of downfall, but I think for what he does, he kinda needs to be a prime. Yeah. Because knowing WizKids, they would be like, here's this rare that does this, like, infinite flurry. <laughs> be like, yeah. most expensive rare ever. Um, yeah. And and then over in England, they had a different kind of Avengers team that won. Um, he was playing Photon. Ooh. Chase Photon. Um, Captain America Resilient. The uh, Fast Forces Hulk. Four giant girls. Um, Exospecs, six ID cards, and the boxing ring. So, I'm assuming he was putting Exo on Hulk. And yeah. um, using Captain America to move Hulk for free. And running over there, probably picking Hypersonic. So he uh, can Hypersonic in, move Quake, move Quake. That makes sense. So... That's that's the popular combo now. That's what all the cool kids are playing nowadays. Yeah. That's what all the cool kids. And now there's Karath out there. That makes it even better. That depends on who you talk to. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I mean, there was a lot of interesting teams out there. And I think it's really cool to see what's being played, what's winning. Um, you know, Cosmic, like we said, Cosmic's getting a big push. And there's, you know, three or four different kinds of cosmic teams. You know, people think cosmic, they think, oh, it's Unimine. Well, no, not necessarily. Like, there's other cosmic teams out there that are good. Yes, so. definitely. Um, but yeah, that was, it was interesting to go through these reports and see, like, I want to know, like, I, I almost wish they had, like, video of their matches. You know, like, to see, like, how did you play that? Yeah, it's it's something that I've been wanting for a long time. Like whenever you're playing something like video games, uh, like you're playing League of Legends or you're playing Path of Exile, like some of the bigger games that have where you have builds and you're like, all right, this is how I'm going to play this character. 
you know, there's websites out there, or there's links that show you like maybe a video or they show you, um, they write out exactly how it works. And I wish we had something like that with hero clicks. Um, I think, I, I think you see a lot of these different teams that are very random win. And I think a lot of it has to do with how comfortable the players are with the team. Like Lucas plays the Tri Sentinels very well because he's been working on that team for quite a while. Mm-hmm. And so he is very fluent in that team. So if Sam, you were to pick up that team today and just tomorrow you go to an event and you're just going to play it, um, you'd probably be doing decent, but you're probably not going to play it as well as yeah. Lucas would because mm-hmm. he has the experience. He knows exactly what he's doing with the map. He's already game planned all the matchups as well as he could. So it's just, you know, if, if you got a cool idea and you're not sure it works, just start practicing. Just yeah. get that team out there onto the map. I think it's good for, I think, you know, um, we try to get all the tournament reports out there. We try to get like, hey, like Daniel usually posts, like post the winners and post their build sheets. And if you're on the on the fence of like, man, I'm just, I'm sick of playing this one team. I want to play something different. Look at these build sheets and get the team out and, and start playing with it. And, and make it your own almost. Like, I mean, I know I've taken a couple of these teams and I'm like, I think this would be better. You know, and I've played around with them and I'm just like, oh yeah, that does work. I mean, I can see how theirs work, but I like this better for my team. Um, yeah. And that way you can just go have fun. Like, so... And, and additionally, that the Hero Clicks community is so amazing that if you do see someone win with a team, don't be afraid to try to reach out to them yeah. and ask them about it. I've done that countless times. Mm-hmm. And like if I see PJ, PJ is one of the most open people I've ever talked to about a team. If I see him win with the team, I'll, I'll send him a message and be like, all right, tell me how this team played because I like what you're doing on paper but I want to know how it worked. Yeah. And he'll go into detail. And that happens to a lot of Heroclix players. Now you might encounter one or two who don't respond, but most people are like, you know, they're proud yeah. that someone's coming out and wanting to know how their team works. So, yeah. I mean, they're... like I've been playing, I've been playing the uni for a little while. Um, just, you know, just kind of getting my feet wet with it again. But I've had people contact me. Like I haven't been winning with it. But people have been like, "Hey, why did you why did you do this with the Eternals, or why why are you doing this?" And it's like, "Yeah, message message the people. Like, they're gonna have the most insight, you know. And yeah. if if they want to be they want to be a butthead and, and not respond or want to be super secretive, then I mean, that's just not part of the community that I want to be a part of. So yeah. I just want to be more." Like we're here to help each other. We're here to help and 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 get this out in the open. And because again, it's gonna get more of the new players out there. It's gonna, um, it's just like when we played in the WKO. I I played it. I don't know his name. I know he listens to the show. Um, he's from Illinois. Daniel knows his name. Um, he played. I played him on the stream. Super nice guy. Um. And he was playing a team that was like, it had the Hulk and Hellion and um, Unseen and gosh, I think Sheriff Strange. Yeah, Sheriff Strange. So I'm sitting across from this team. I'm like, okay, he's got the good theory. 
Mm-hmm. Like he's got a good mindset. And like I was like legit kind of scared because I'm like, okay, now I have to worry about unseen is hard to kill. Um, I'm gonna have to deal with this Hulk first because Hulk's gonna come over here and smash my face in. And you know, he didn't have any ID cards. He's just getting started. But after the match, you know, like I took time. I'm like, hey, I would have done this different. Like, you know, like this is what I saw that I thought you were going to do and you didn't. So like, and he was like, oh, I didn't even think about that. Like, that's also good to do. If you, you know, if you wipe your opponent or if you have a close game, it's also good to just talk to your opponent about the game. Like, even if you lost, be like, is there something that I you saw that I didn't see? Yeah. You know, that's how you're going to learn. Exactly. Or if they if they may say you made this huge mistake turn two that cost you the game, you will never make that mistake ever again. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so. Now, you, you may not want to try to do that immediately after the game if you won and they lost. Like, I, I find myself more successful if it's like, closer to the end of the tournament if you're both out or you you know you hit them up later because it, oh, yeah, it, yeah. it, could, it could come across a little weird if like i beat you and then i'm like hey you totally should have done this i yeah. you know i might i might not be in a good place if you're trying to teach me about my yeah. team like it depends you on kinda, how i lost you kind of gauge your opponent like if they're like upset like you're not like but i haven't ran into body like that you know i'm usually kind of like they're like usually people ask me like what could I have done different? Or I even asked, like, what could I have done different? Like, did I, did I just not see something? Or, and it's also, it's just really good to talk with your opponent because people looking from the outside in will always have something to say about you did this wrong, you did this wrong. But when you're in the moment of the game and you have your opponent in the moment of the game, like, you both might be thinking different things. Yeah. Um, and so it's also good to feedback and, and that's helps you that helps you prepare for your next matchup and your next games. Cause you may face the same kind of thing and be like, I'm not gonna make that same mistake again. So exactly. yeah. But there's my spiel. <laughs> Alright, well the other thing I want to talk about in this click is something that I feel goes neglected a bit when it comes to tournaments. Um, tournaments are a little bit hectic. Um, mm-hmm. you usually don't have a lot of time in between rounds. You see the pairings, uh, you go find your table, you sit down, you wait for your person to show up. You guys roll off. Usually you're in tight quarters. So you're trying to get all your people on the field, but I want to talk a little bit about game setup and what the rules say and what you should be doing during game setup, because I feel like this is probably the most neglected part of a hero clicks match mm-hmm. is the actual steps to game setup so you've seen your pairing you go to the table you guys go ahead and roll off um whoever wins usually chooses map they don't usually pass but there might be scenarios where you do per the rule book this is what it says so you reveal the starting forces and establish first player so everyone you know here's my team here's my team here's my build sheet you look at them uh, you make sure all your dials are to the, where they should be. You establish theme teams. You roll a 2d6. The one with the higher result gets to choose who the first player is. For any simultaneous effects, this is from the rulebook, that need ordering before the first turn begins, the first player is considered the active player. Um, then uh, you go to step two. You choose map and starting areas. 
the squares inside the purple boundary on the map is starting area and then you go into the whole colossal thing which they clarified before about mm -hmm. um, you know you have to put the big figures first and then you expand um which is i think big because i i hated it before like when i played you last year in the in the rock cup mm -hmm. um I knew how your team worked because I've seen you play it. So I, it wasn't that big of a deal. Are we but teammates, if, Alex? Like, did we practice yes. that online or something? Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Just but, love it. But you knew down to a science. You had this many giant girls and your starting area was going to expand this much. Mm -hmm. I, as your opponent, have to trust that you were doing it correctly. Because I, because the way the setup used to be, is you already knew how much your team was going to fill up the starting area and you were going to expand before the colossal changes um, a couple months ago. So I could, I guess I could say, hey, I need you to try to fill the starting area first so I could see that you expand. That never happens. Um, yeah. That's why I love the colossal clarification that they made where you have to fill with your colossals first. That way I can visually see okay yeah you are expanding because you take up that much room sure yeah. i can see that you have 10 colossals and that's going to happen but usually you don't put the colossals in the starting area you spread them out in the expanded starting area mm -hmm. and they're all over the place yeah um so that's one of the reasons i love the change um but for step two you choose the map you do the starting areas um you see if you expand the starting areas by columns everything like that step three place characters and other game elements the first player must first place all their characters in the starting area squares and any non-object additional game elements either in their starting area squares or off the map as appropriate the second player then does the same the first player then places all objects on the starting force and then the second player does the same per the comprehensive and the main reason i'm bringing this up is because there's a lot of gray area surrounding special terrain um, special terrain has changed multiple times and there's not really a clear cut there's a pretty clear cut answer but there's not a clear cut reason in the rule book um, per this you put additional game elements after you place characters per the comprehensive rule book it says for special terrain in step two in step two of the beginning of the game phase just after the first player has chosen the map the second player note not the first player and then others in turn get to get the chance to play special terrain so the comprehensive basically makes it sound like you put down special terrain before you put down figures yeah that's what i figured too but i mean to be honest it, it never runs that way but right and that's not how it's supposed to be yeah i know i wish i wish it would i wish i know that I know that at tournaments, like, they're trying to get you in. They're trying to get you out. They don't want to be there. It's too late. But there is a... They do this for a reason. They put this in the rule book for a reason. And it's important to some matchups. Because I know there's just been times I've sat down and it's like, I've won map and my opponent is already in their starting area with their objects placed, in terrain placed. And I haven't even got my figures out of my box yet. Yep. I'm like, wait a minute. Like this this isn't really like how it's supposed to go like because yeah. that could change how you set your objects and how you set your terrain can set up how i set my figures 
that could set up how I fit my objects. Like that could change my first turn. Exactly. You know, um, but especially, it gets, yeah, it, it actually gets a little bit cloudier because we got a bunch of new special terrain in the Avengers Affinity set, mm -hmm. and per their card, the rule book is incorrect. Per their card, it says here, uh, special terrain must be placed at least three squares from any starting area. Can't be placed over squares of different elevations. Starting force can only have one special terrain. The player not choosing the map gets to place special terrain first before placing objects. So you can argue, okay, well, if you place it before figures, that's technically placing it before objects. And I'm going to tell you, while that's correct, that is not the intent of this. Basically, what they're saying with this is that special terrain should be placed after figures, but before objects. And the reason that I'm arguing this is because Colossal Clarifications makes this even more relevant. Because if you do it before figures, that means technically, in certain scenarios, your figures might be able to be right next to your special terrain. Because if you put special terrain down before you put figures down, that means you can put your special terrain within three squares of the starting area and then expand your starting area up and to the be, special terrain. Yeah. You could be in your boxing ring. Yeah, which... Like if you played on Haha, Haha Sienda. Yep. You, and, now you would have a ton of Colossals to make this work. Um, but, but... There's a ton of Colossal teams that are playing with... I mean, Flora right now is gross um yeah. 10 points i mean you could play with six of them <laughs> yeah like, so the, the the point i'm trying to get across i guess is that you want to make sure that you keep the integrity of game set up alive the way it's supposed to go is you roll for map whoever's first player picks the map second player picks whatever side they want to go on you then put down your figures in order first and then second and then you're supposed to do special terrain next. It goes after expanded starting zones per these Avengers Infinities card. And from what I hear, rumor-wise, we should be getting a comprehensive rulebook, an update to it, that should be including this change. Like, basically, WizKids has gotten in the habit of creating these new rules and changing rules and then not updating the rulebook until they have enough to feel like they need to update the rulebook. Yeah. So, for example, the special terrain, this was a change back in June of last year that I don't know if people have been playing this way. Now, granted, a lot of people just throw their stuff on the board, like you yeah. said. Yeah. But the way it should be played is you put down your figures, then you put down your special terrain, then you put down your objects. Yeah. So that means I could see how your team is laid out, and then I could block your way with my special terrain. Like that's yeah. how that's how it works. It's not a uh, I put down my figures in my special terrain and go. It's you need to make sure you can, as as they used they said at the Rock Cup, make sure everyone knows the game state. <laughs> so keep the integrity of mm -hmm. the game set up. Take your time a little bit. If they're pushing you too much mention it to the judge or mention it to the thing that you know you're not getting enough time to properly keep the game set up yeah especially like, with especially with these objects that cost points and that are 
that are really good game mechanics for your pieces, mm -hmm. it's important to like know like where your opponent puts their, you know, where they put their objects, where you want to put your objects. It determines first turn, second turn, third turn. Yep. Like game setup is going to determine your first three turns uh, exactly. of how you're going to play that matchup. And I know there's been times where it's like, you know, you feel rushed and it's like you, you just throw everything out there and you're like, Shh, like you would think I really need to put my object in this square or I should have put my terrain over here. But you're just so rushed because it's like, well, my opponents already has their stuff out there. It's like, just take your time. Exactly. Like, and it really needs to come back into focus. And I think that kind of falls back on some of the judging um, and the the people that run the tournaments. I think they need to allow just a little time. Like, there's some big teams out there that have a ton of colossals. And, you know, and also you say, okay, make sure you look over your opponent's build sheet. Like, you know, you say, hi, my name's Sam. Oh, okay, you're playing. You look at their build sheet. And it's like, I'm plus four, you're plus nine, you roll for map. And sometimes you just need a second. Like, if you win map, you need a second to, like, analyze what their team is. Yeah. And say, like, how do I want to play this match? Like, do I want to go wide open? Do I want to go underground? Yeah. And it's like, sometimes it's like, I've been to venues where it's like, I'm staring at the build sheet, and they're like, okay, go. And it's like, whoa. Like, I haven't even... Like, we haven't even thought about getting figures out. So, and and I know they're supposed to give us 45 minutes. and But 45 minutes goes quick sometimes. Especially in today's game, where if you play a don't die team, you need every 40, you need all 45 minutes of that game. Yeah, and that's if they Before do 40. That's if they do 45. Yeah. I actually Between prefer that. Between 45, was it between 45 and 55? They're not supposed to tell you. Yeah, but... I, pref I prefer that. <laughs> because with last action, I mean, you could probably guesstimate 45 minutes pretty decently. So if it's yeah. more like 48 minutes, that's that's great. Anyway, that's a separate subject. Yeah, um, anyway. The main thing to keep in mind is make sure that you get time to put down your... Now, don't take forever to put down your figures. You should know your team well enough. Okay, this is... A long-range team I'm going against, I want to go more towards the underground or, you know, a lot of Colossals, so I want to do something more like the Hedge Maze. Like, you should know maze, uh, maze, map combos for your team and mm -hmm. know how to set it up pretty well. Yeah. Um, so just practice with your team so that way you're not taking so long. And because you don't want to get into a scenario, like you said, where maybe you misplace your object. And so you're like, oh, do you mind if I put move my object over here? And generally, the HeroClix community is very nice, and they'll say yes, but they're also not so nice during tournaments, and so they may mentally, in their head, think, okay, well... Uh, well the game has already started, and you want to move an object that should have already been placed correctly. Or they do it like a, you owe me now. So in a scenario yeah. later down the road where they may have accidentally messed up a play because they they miscounted or something they might say well you know i let you have the you know I let you move the object and then you'll feel a little guilty and so you won't let you know it, it, it kind of goes that's a whole nother subject but yeah it, it happens just make sure you know your team where you're supposed to place them and make sure you are 
putting the game set up how it should be per the rule book and not the comprehensive go off the card for now um because and i think it's good to practice with your your play group too practice mm-hmm. this setup with your play group because i know when you play with your casual when you play with your your buddies it's like i know what your team is you just throw your stuff out and then you kind of just nonchalant like oh crap i need to move this here like practice how you want to play in a tournament yeah like that's really important and if you're like me who doesn't have a local group that really plays meta like top play this is a little hint for me, and then we'll go on to click three. Uh, what I like to do is I'll go to a casual event and practice little things about my meta team. Like, I'll, I don't bring meta teams. I'm not Dan. I don't bring meta teams <laughs> to a casual event and call them casual. Um, but, you know, if I'm but playing... But they're fun, team... right? <laughs> That's yeah, what fun for some, means. <laughs> for some people. Um, but I'll but if I'm building a team and it's a weird event... I'll try to see if I can get a few different um, aspects of my meta team on there. So, like, if I'm playing a team with exospecs on my meta team, I might try to fit that on my casual team just so I can get used to picking powers on it. Um, same with the spear, or if I'm playing a certain taxi. Like, maybe I'm picking Colson to play on my meta team. All right, I'm going to try to build a more casual team with him just so I can get used to his distance, get used to his powers, and that way you're still practicing meta-wise, but you're not bringing the hammer down on your casual group to the point where they hate you and they want you to stop showing up. Yeah. Um, so it, that's a, a, a useful thing that I do uh, because I don't, you know, I don't like being the guy that's like, oh, here comes, here comes Alex with his meta team again. It's going to be, uh, you know, he's going to just clean house. Um, you know, I try to play towards the event and have fun, but at the same time, like, I, I did it at one event I practiced. Uh, I brought the dual penguins. And mm-hmm. now I didn't do I didn't do the dumb title Harley thing where I was just, you know, moving them all over the board. But I still practiced with the yeah. penguins and had a much tamer team. But I still was getting that practice in. So just a, just a little tidbit. I'm sure everyone already knows this. But if you're in an area that does not have meta play and you just you want to get into it, you can still... Do a little bit of it in your local casual group, just to do different elements, and, and you can even do it for maps. If there's a particular map and you want to get the figure the finesse out of it, um, try taking that. And even if your team doesn't work very well on it, you can see yeah. why it doesn't work. Or you could just get on Rock Online. That's true. Very very yeah, true. You can just get on there, and and you know like again that goes back on. If you're wanting to learn a team and you want to know, like, how does this work? Message a person and be like, hey, do you do online play? And most of the top players do. Like, you know, and I'm willing to jump on there and be like, hey, I I may not be the best person, but hey, I I can at least put figures on a map and we can run through a couple turns and see what you think, you know? Yeah, there's been been times I'll hit Dan up and I'll be like, hey, let's hop on and play. And after turn two, I'll say I'm done with this team. Yeah. Because I'll, I'll sit down and be like, I got an idea. I need to see how it works on paper. So play like you're playing a real team and we'll play. And I'll be like, yeah, this team's garbage. Yeah. In my head, it was sounded good, but, you know, it doesn't work. And you can usually figure it out in the first couple turns. And that usually saves for you from getting every figure out of your boxes and the cards. And then because on the computer, it's just on the computer. So. That's one of the advantages of Rock Online 
and playing HeroClix online is is the accessibility of just okay I want to play this fun team I want to see how it works it's easy to get the pictures put it on there and let's play a couple turns see how it works and then you're gonna know within three turns if it's something you want to play yep absolutely so. all right we've been blabbing on a lot this is gonna be our longest episode yet so let's go ahead and get on to our click three buy sell or hold click three buy sell hold all right typically during buy sell or hold we talk about different figures we think you should be trying to buy as quickly as possible or what figures you need to sell while they're hot let's kick things off by talking about what figures sam what figures are you buying right now don't say rebirth that doesn't count <laughs> throw that out because that's don't about say to come rebirth. Up. yeah be like i'm yeah. buying rebirth figures because the centros came out uh don't be like that <laughs> what no, figures I... are you trying to buy so i think what you're trying to buy is of course the mandarin rings yeah um if you don't have that you know you didn't get to a wko i think it's something you need um if you're a top meta player or just you know want that um and also, I think if if there's a piece out there that you don't have for like um, your meta team, like uh, the chases or like even um, the uh, I'm blanking on uh, what's the call and help for uh, BTAS uh, trouble alerts. Trouble alerts, yeah. Yes, yeah. that was that's the word. Like if you're if you're needing some of those, like the firestorms, the flash, stuff like that, right now is the time to kind of buy those up, because people once it gets closer to nationals are going to be like, I don't have all these extras, I'm going to sell them for hot money. Um, right now is probably the time to buy them. Yeah, I think if you're needing stuff for nationals and or states WKOs, like this is the time to buy. Don't wait till right before nationals. Yeah, definitely don't. <laughs> Um, I think right now you can go ahead and buy the things that th it, this is kind of this is kind of a buy and a sell. Um, I think if you're selling right now, you could sell all the things that are going to rotate because people are going to be dying to play them before they rotate. So Hawkeye is probably pretty expensive right now. Um, but at the same time, buying wise, if you really want to play them now that you know that they're legal for nationals. Mm -hmm. You could probably get a pretty decent deal for some of these. Not not a Hawkeye per, per se, but uh, something like a Sam Cap. Some of the other figures that are kind of second tier, but they're definitely worth playing at Nationals. You could probably get those for a pretty decent price from someone who wants to make one last buck before they retire. And then they go down, 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 down in price. Mm -hmm. um, so that you're really going to have to negotiate. Um, yeah. But I definitely think that's a buy. I, I agree with you wholeheartedly with the Mandarin ring. Um, we kind of were hinted at with the wording on the Mandarin ring itself that there's going to be more. Um, so we should definitely be getting the ones we have now. And right now, it's kind of a... What's the word? Supply versus demand. Yeah. S supply is super high right now because WKO's just wrapped up. I think... The, might even be there's some this weekend uh mm -hmm. lucky dice has theirs to uh, tomorrow so it's one of those buy now because people got extras uh they want to yep. get rid of them 
and the supply is high. So that means you could probably top people down and get a Mandarin ring for less than 20 bucks. bucks. Yeah, yeah. 10, or 20 or 10 or 20 bucks. It probably should settle around 15 to 20 bucks. And then it's just going to slowly rise and rise and probably jump really high once we figure out exactly how these Mandarin rings are yeah. going to work. It's just like Exospecs. Exospecs were, you know, like, of course they were hot because, like, okay, this is a new thing. And then people started playing around with them. And now it's like people are asking, like, a lot for Exospecs. Cause yeah, 50 to 60 bucks right now. The supply right now is, like, kind of dwindled down. Like, there's not very many out there, so... Yeah, you might, you might be sitting there thinking to yourself, all right, well, it's just the Mandarin ring. It's just shape change and poison. I mean, the symbiotes are way better than that. But, but if you can if you can stack multiple rings... Yeah, that's going to... Yeah. That's, there's a lot, potential, lot of potential down the road because we do not know when we are getting more Mandarin rings. Mm -hmm. I mean, we could get some in WKOs. We could get them as... Connellys, we don't know what when we're getting more and it's that yeah. it's that uncertainty that you want to take the gamble on because yep. it's not a high point gamble yeah I don't, I don't think um let me think any other buys that you could think about that you're trying to trying to wrap up and get nothing on my part i just think that if, like i said if you're needing that one piece um I mean, I got a lot of sells because it's just it's the time of the, it's the time of the season to sell yeah. stuff, you know. Like if you're if you're needing to buy stuff, then you're also trying to sell stuff to buy stuff. Yeah, um, I would say I would say the other WKO prizes as well. Um, even if a lot of them aren't meta, like Thane, probably isn't going to be making many teams. He looks cool, but yeah. he's not probably going to make a lot of teams. But Isaac, so Isaac is probably a good pickup. Yeah, Isaac, he's going for about 25 or more because he's a top 8 prize, not a top 16. I think Supergiant was top 16. So no, he's a... No, uh, Supergiant was top 8. Um, who was the... Who Isaac, was, the, Isaac who, was top 4. I'm okay. pretty sure. Okay, then who... Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah. Um, and then so Black, top, the, top, the dwarf top was top was, 2. Yeah, top, uh, top 16 was the object. So, yeah. Super Giant. I mean, we're it's she's kind of a weird vampire mind control person, so she's probably not going to be meta, but you never know. She's yeah. probably going for only like twenty bucks, and her price is probably going down. Yeah. Um, but between her and Isaac, I think there's potential there, and so now is the time to buy because supply is so high. Mm -hmm. A year from now, you're going to be kicking yourself because you're trying to make that robot theme team. And you, Isaac makes really awesome. He, Isaac's awesome, period. Um, yeah. And who knows? You might be kicking yourself as a uni player that you didn't pick up Isaac because you realize, okay, maybe I don't want so many points to come out on the board if uni gets popped. And actually, Isaac is probably better, I think, and I've, I've argued this, um, between Star Fox and... It's between Star Fox and Isaac for a uni team. Star Fox obviously gives you Flurry, so he gets the benefit there. But Isaac is significantly better, in my book, coming out on his last click. Oh, yeah. Because he is a whopping sidestepping, impervious 17 defense, 4 damage exploit. 
11 attack. Like, he pops out. He's he's, he's doing some go. work. Yeah, he's doing some work. And if but he he's dies... Not, he's not giving up very much. Yeah, if he dies, he's 50 points. Yeah, you're not giving up 80 or 175 or something like that. I'm waiting for the day when we actually can make a Unimine sideline that is worth less than Unimine itself. That would be dope. <laughs> like right now, we're that not going to happen. That we're not. That's probably not going to happen. But who knows? Well, the we do have set. Illuminati set coming out. So, well, if we get a, I think it's only forty points. I think we only need forty points. A forty-point Eternal, and we could technically make it happen. Now uh, we need that forty-point Eternal to have Mastermind and Outwit. Yeah, that ain't happening. Okay, ain't make it happen, happen. Whiskers. Make it happen, Chuck. Make you it can, happen. You can make that as a separate figure. Because, uh, because in my head I'm like, all right, you get to 110 points because you can play uh, Isaac, and then you can play crappy Star Fox. So that's 110. <laughs> that's 110 points. Wait, so. Wow. Oh so, gosh. There you go. All right. Um, and then I mean, yeah, that's basically it. Uh, so so for my cells, I'm gonna yeah, go with my there cells. You go. Let's just go into cells because we can sit here and talk about uni mine eternals forever. <laughs> um, so cells, I'm gonna say first of all, if you have a, a chase gene and you have an extra and want to sell it, right now is the time to sell it because if you see a chase gene on the trade groups, it's gone in an instant. Like you don't even see her. Like, I mean, you know, Dale and I have multiples. We have three of her. So we why had, didn't you sell that third one? Well, we had a fourth because we were like, there would be a time that both of us played two. And there's been, I just played two jeans in a tournament. And Daniel yeah. played one. So there comes that point. Um, no, I'm tempted to sell the third because I'm not going to be playing for a while. So I probably won't play a second chase gene if I really, really needed to. I mean, but right now she's hot cake. Like she is probably the number one id card behind yeah. cyclops yeah. like i mean cyclops is behind her but like she is one of the top id cards period three point id card and you have a running shot tk she can get herself off the board like she's just good so if you have a chase gene sell her if you want the money and hawkeye <laughs> <laughs> because he's if people are, people got rid of him you know whenever like okay well you know the ID card have, yeah. the ID card went away I'm gonna sell my Hawkeye and now he's making a, a comeback and people are gonna be like well I don't have anything really to play for Nationals I'll play Hawkeye yep. and, and that was to be honest he's, that was me that was me. I sold my Hawkeye. Now, I did a good trade for it, so it wasn't like I got... I was just trying to get rid of him, but um, that was me. I did something very similar. I got rid of my Hawkeye, and eh, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with it. I made, a, yeah. I, made, I'm, I made okay with it, so... Yeah, I mean, like, if it's just... If you have an extra, and you, if you're not going to Nationals, and you want a quick $80, $90, there it is. Yep. Like, people will buy him. So, um, that's really my two big sells. Like, those are just the two things that I can think that are just like, I mean, maybe if you have an extra 
or if you have a Chase Black Panther, um, he's making yeah. a splash in the scene. People yep. are people are working with him a lot with the Exospecs and the Mirror. Um, but Exospecs has given him a lot more oomph, like a like a bigger push in the meta scene right now. So yeah, and I mean, um, if, you're... if you have a Black Panther and you're like, I'm probably never gonna play this. You could probably get some good money out of that Chase Black Panther from somebody. So and, yeah, and that's a good thing to keep in mind if you're not a meta player, um, mm-hmm. but you have some of these pieces that you're not super tied to. Pay attention to these tournament reports, even if you don't play, because if you see certain figs showing up on a lot of teams, that means their price is going to go up. Mm-hmm. So um, it would be a good idea to go ahead and maybe put it out there for trade. Yeah. Um, and you may not. It, here's the thing: you you may not be a meta player, and you have a Chase Black Panther, and he's you see, wow, that guy's going for eighty dollars right now, and you can sell him for eighty dollars now. Wait till the set retires; he'll go down. Like yep. he'll go down to a forty dollars or so, and you can just pick him back up, or you can do some more trading around and and get him back. And it's kind of that's kind of how the if you're not a meta player, you're not you're not going to be going to a tournament. You're not going to be like, I need this Chase Black Panther, like, like it comes down to the money. It comes down to tournament reports, and people are going to like say, oh wow, PJ won with sixteen Floras. I need to buy Floras. You know, I wish I can get Daniel to sell our Floras. <laughs> <laughs> we have so many freaking trees, but <laughs> he won't get rid of them. Um, you actually reminded me of one more buy that I want to oh. throw in there. Um, go ahead and buy if you haven't already gotten all the X-Men ID cards. And I'm not talking about the student ones. I'm talking about some of the headmaster ones. Mm-hmm. They've gone down in price. Yeah, go for the ones that just aren't, maybe not don't have the figures that you want. Like Rogue doesn't really have anything but that WKO prize. Um, and she's pretty good, but I mean, you have to play a beefcake in order to, to play her, because uh, I think her lowest dial is 150. Uh, you got Psylocke, who she's about to retire all of her pieces, but her ID is going to be legal. Mm-hmm. You got Colossus, who doesn't have anyone under 80. You've got all these pieces that are about to come out. We already know there's a Psylocke, there's a Rogue, there's going to be all three of those are in either Regenesis or the upcoming animated set. I think Psylocke is in Regenesis. I think Rogue is too. We haven't seen Dials yet, but they're coming up. It's one of those you got to get ahead of the curve. So Psylocke, I think, is only going for 10 bucks, maybe 15 Yeah, because if you wait until the figure comes out, and if if you know Psylocke is just a beast off, off the ID card, that ID card is going to shoot from uh, you know $10 to a $30 ID card. Yeah, and I mean, she could she could do a lot of crazy things. I mean, it's Psylocke. She could do an attack and maybe have a free action mind control. You never know. Yeah. Uh, something that you're like, oh, yeah, I want to bring that out. I forget what she gives as a an inspiration. Exploit, maybe? I don't remember. I um, can't tell you off the top of my head. <laughs> but yeah, that's a really good point about the ID cards. I didn't even think about that. Because right now, you when you think of ID cards, you have like the four or five in your head that everybody plays. Yeah. So... I do. I did play against a rogue, um, and that was awesome. Yeah. And I almost put rogue on my uni my team for a WKO, and 
I told Daniel, I was like, I think I want to play Rogue. And I think it was in Lexington. And he was like, oh, now you want me to play? I want to play Rogue. And we only have one Rogue. And I'm like, dude, I, I called it first. Like, <laughs> I said it first. Like, don't be taking my idea. And he was like, no, I kind of want to play it. So I was like, that's fine. I'll just play a second Gene. And then he's like, I'm not playing Rogue. I'm like, damn it. I'm already set to play second Gene now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. it's, it's just go ahead and get ahead of the curve. Do you yeah. have anything that you're holding? What are you trying to... You're not willing to sell yet? Maybe down the road? Is there anything that you're... Or you're not willing to buy yet? Um... No, there's... I mean, I'm just holding on to a lot of the stuff that's not retiring. Yeah. I mean, we're collectors, so we're going to have a full set of everything. Oh, yeah. But, um... If, if you know, there's stuff that it may not be that good right now um, in the meta scene, but you just like, in the back of your mind, you're like, this may work after retirement. Exactly. Like, if this is this is a good idea I have, but Hawkeye just ruins it, keep those pieces. Like, mm -hmm. keep those pieces and keep that mindset in your head. Keep that team in the back of your mind because once retirement happens and Hawkeye goes away and and we get rid of some of the other, like the shredders, like there's going to be more relevant teams come out. It's going to, it's going to change. I mean, you're still going to have uni, you're still going to have whales, but those teams will change in the sense that, um, they'll put different pieces on their team that will change the meta. So exactly. Your dog agrees. Yeah. So. My dog pepper agrees right now. So, <laughs> and I, I I agree too with uh, holding. I think um, you want to hold on to some of the pieces that, like for example, and this kind of could go into buy if you don't have these either. So figures like uh, Witch Queen Lefay, uh, figures like Chase Odin. Like I have a Chase Odin, and I've been debating about keeping him because right now he's going for about sixty five dollars. But he's not really meta right now. He's got potential. He's a little pricey. He's got potential, but he's not going to be meta right now just because of the environment. But come rotation, he might be. I think Witch Queen LeFay will see a lot more play after retirement. Right now, she's only going for like $10. She's unbelievably cheap. If you don't have a Witch Queen LeFay, just go out and get one now. Yeah. Because she'll probably rise in price because she'll mm -hmm. see some play because she's mystical, right? So she'll be going on the teams with everybody Sheriff, else. Sheriff Stranges? Yep. Sheriff Strange is down to like $55. Like, that's cheap for a very good chase. That I really think is you're going to see a lot more. Yeah. I, I really do. I mean, I could be wrong, but I, I can eat these words, but... I think once once Hawkeye gets out of the scene, there's gonna be there's gonna be a lot of interesting teams come out of the woodwork that people are working on, but mm. they just you can't bring them out right now. Like if if you want to do any sort of good at a tournament, which you, you do, you like you don't want to go like travel and and spend money and and stuff to just go like I'm gonna play this team that I'm working on and and go 0 and 4 like this. I mean. <laughs> That's exactly. what that's what practice is for, but like I don't know. There's gonna be a lot of cool teams come out. 
<laughs> exactly. I can't wait. Yeah. All right. So it sounds like Pepper wants us to go ahead and move on to final thoughts. Yeah. Pepper so. is like looking at me intently like she needs to go <laughs> outside. <laughs> All right. Let's go to click four. Click four. Final thoughts. With that, we enter click four, the KO click for final thoughts. Sam, what is your final thought for this jam-packed episode of ours? Well, sorry that we gabbed for over an hour and a half, but... I mean, um, I think people like to hear us. Yeah, and... I, think, I think we have good ideas. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> our one fan that likes us. But, um, final thought, I say, coming up to states and coming up to nationals, practice, practice, practice. That way you're completely confident going into the, these high-caliber tournaments that really do mean a lot and have some really great prizing. So practice your team, know your team, and good luck to everybody that's going to nationals and or states. Uh, for my final thought, man, you've really nailed that one. Um, <laughs> or are you uh, going to say Mangog? No, I'm not going to go that route. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I would say just make sure you're having fun playing clicks. I mean, not everything has to be meta. You can, as long as you're having fun with the team and it wins occasionally, you, you're fine. Um, make sure you buy into sets that you enjoy playing. Like, I really like Captain Marvel. I haven't even seen the movie yet, unfortunately. Um, but she's my favorite Marvel character. You haven't seen the movie? Haven't had? I got four kids. Oh my! That's why you just like you say, "I'm going to work, honey." quotation well, marks and then you like you oh take no, half like mad. half half day like she doesn't even know how would you like if dan did that to you you'd be pissed what like go see the movie like without like, me yeah like does she like to go see the movies with you yeah oh i didn't know that well yeah i would be super pissed if she, does, went, she, so. she, doesn't, she doesn't like me play, she doesn't like to like see me play hero clicks and stuff but she definitely likes going to see the movies um but that being said like I love the Captain Marvel graph feed. Um, yeah. So for my final thought, don't make sure you get all the figs from that because it's a great set. And it's not sold out, uh, believe it or not. Um, my local got another shipment in, so I guess it was sold out and they've already started restocking. So if you want these graph feeds to take off and just go ahead and keep buying them because I, this has been, the I think, the best graph feed WizKids has done. Because you didn't have dumb one chases at Target and one chases at your local store. And unfortunately, the cool chase, you'll never see. Sorry, Sam, with that Wonder Woman. Um, I'm going to get her one day. <laughs> so <laughs> it's one of those go support them. Not that I'm, I mean, you should always go and support WizKids because they play a game we love or they make a game we love. Yeah. But show that we love these graphics because i think the collation collation was great i think the figures in the set were great there were what like four or five figures in the set that i think could crack the metaphor yeah. grab feed that's amazing not counting ninja turtles um so definitely go show support because that stuff is being restocked if your local hasn't gotten any see if they can order some more um, because it is just a fun set in general yeah uh, most definitely so that'll do it with this episode of Sudden Death. May your rebirth pre-release boosters all have Batman metal chases. And may all of your roles be critical hits. Goodbye, everybody. See ya.